Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good news if you're like me going to the game this Sunday night. Commanders working with Metro to keep the Metro open an hour later. So they're going to have the extended hours for those of you taking Metro to the station that lets you out there on Garrett Morgan Boulevard. Still a little bit of a hustle, but I mean, I had to walk last night from the football stadium garage to Xfinity Center. It was about 10, 12 minutes. It wasn't that bad, even though it was a little chilly last night. So that's a good sign. Hey, that's a customer service. Look at that, Chris. Chris, that's good customer service from your Washington commanders. Because you have to pay for that. If you're a team that, like, you know, when when the Caps are playing a, like right. a late night, late night overtime game or something right. like that, right. Nats during the baseball playoffs, you have to pay Metro for that. Yes. And, and Washington and is doing that. Now, sometimes, obviously, Metro, if you're willing to work with them, can obviously cut you whatever kind of deal or whatever. Either way, you're still cutting them a check. A- absolutely. But – here, here's the thing that I will say. Remember two days ago we were talking about the cost of parking, this, that, and the other thing? And if they really want a raucous, truly home field, cut down something, whatever, give something to the fans. We didn't actually – we talked about the problem with Metro, and I said, you know, you really can't take Metro because they won't pay for it, because they won't extend it. So I got to give them credit. I got to give them credit. They didn't cut down the parking, but – to your point, they did cut some sort of check or whatever it is um, to uh, you know to do it. So here are the details, right? Because uh, the team announced it. Um, so they're sponsoring again the extra hour. It says the commanders are covering the cost of the fares for all fans and Metro customers that want to stay through the end of the game and enter the station during the extended period of service. So I, I guess. Um, it, it also says per Metro's policy on extending service hours for sports franchises and other major event organizers are required to financially support any extension of service time. When Metro rail service is extended beyond normal closing time this Sunday evening, the Morgantown, Morgantown, Morgan Boulevard station and downtown Largo will be the only stations where customers can enter the system. All other stations will be exit only. And the last one, uh, leaving Morgan Boulevard, will be 1228 a.m. So even if you go into overtime, that'll be enough time. Figure overtime couldn't probably start any later than 1130. Be over by midnight at the absolute latest. It would still give you 28 minutes to get 
from and with both teams being running dominant teams, you're yeah. going to get a faster yeah. football game than yeah. normal. But but so, so here's what I don't know. What I don't know is if they're. I mean, as the press release says. As the sponsor of the Extra Hour, the Commanders are covering the cost of the fares for all fans and Metro customers. So I understand what that means, right? You put your Metro card in, whatever. They're going to basically they're going to allow that for free if if you enter at the right stations. You don't have to put your card in. They're going to cover that cost. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have to then stroke Metro itself an extra check. I'm not sure about that because it doesn't make that part clear other than saying per Metro's policy on extending sport service hours, sports franchises and other major event organizations are required to financially I'm sure support it's a negotiation. any extension of service I'm sure time. it's a negotiation uh, yeah, between I, I the two sides. I just don't know. So maybe Metro cut them you know what, though, a little uh, bit of a look, break Look, I look there. at it this way. It's a hell of a good problem to have finally it, it for is, this team. It is. Th- listen, I— Because th- if these two teams were what they've been the last couple of years where one's probably, I don't know— five and eight or six and Mm -hmm. seven coming Mm -hmm. into the game and the Mm -hmm. other one's like four and nine you wouldn't need to extend metro because there wouldn't be enough people there to really well but the game also wouldn't be on sunday night football well that's true too i mean it could be on monday night or thursday night but it wouldn't be on sunday night the point is the point is is it it probably wouldn't matter it's a great problem to have all right so with this with this news before we get into the ownership stuff from yesterday Mm -hmm. and the washington post and what uh, albert breer is now uh mentioning and reporting and whatever and it's not all good with this, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980, we did the show on Tuesday. We mentioned, I mentioned, I'll take the heat on this, that I I just didn't buy, I didn't think Washington, I mean, the Capitals haven't done this a lot of times. The Nationals have not done this all the time. As a matter of fact, they've been really stubborn about it, not paying for an extra hour, not helping their fans out. The Washington Commanders have... Even though it's a long walk, as you pointed out, to the Metro, the commanders have stepped up here and done something to help out. Now, again, they're not cutting the cost of parking. I would have wished they would have done that. Okay. I'll six of one, half dozen of the other, maybe. I don't know if it's that, because I think still a lot of people don't want to take Metro because they don't want to walk a mile well, in freezing cold but weather. But also, if you're like me and you come from a side of town where, I mean, I would have to drive past FedEx Field to get to the Greenbelt Metro, probably to ride Metro here. So I would have to go past FedEx, you know, five miles to get to a metro station for me to even think about taking metro right. over there. But you would so. do that you would only do that if you were thinking, okay, I don't want to pay $75, let's just say. I still on average. I still haven't run that past the accountant at Uh-oh. home. Oh. Uh-oh. See, last night was easy. Last night was only $18 to park. So what are you going to do if she says Xnay on the park uh, name. I don't know. Maybe maybe Ryan will par- maybe maybe Ryan and I will park at the shopping center that used to be where the Capital Center was and maybe we'll Uber over there. I don't know. <laughs> Cuz I mean that doesn't well, do they do they charge do they charge money to park over there or or, or no, do they they But they have, have no a- I, I mean look, that parking lot's so big. They don't know if you're going into the McDonald's, the grocery store well, or whatever. They, well, here's the question though. Would they know at 11 o'clock at night when the shopping center is closed? Uh, it's a great question. Here's the question for our audience. The commanders are announcing that they are extending Metro an hour plus 
past their normal Sunday night deadline to help you guys out and paying the service fees, whatever those are, for you to ride Metro uh, from the Morgan... Uh, let me just make sure. Garrett I'm, Morgan uh, Boulevard from, Station. From the Garrett Morgan Boulevard Station uh, or downtown Largo Station. One or the other. Would this, knowing that you can get a train after the game, even though it's still somewhat problematic, would this shape your decision to go, to buy secondary or primary? Would this change at all? the experience level for you being that the commanders apparently have done something here to give you a little bit of a break, to help you out a little bit. It's customer service. I think for me, if I was on the fence of going to this game and I had the opportunity, this would help me. This would help justify, okay, if I'm going to spend Well, think about it. If If you live out where you live... You can at least get to like the Vienna Metro or places like that and utilize Metro coming from that side. Because let's face it, those are the people that have the sucky trip to FedEx Field. The people that come from Virginia well, and yeah, particularly but, that part, Metro can alleviate a lot of your headache. But here's but here's the thing, unless I'm reading this wrong. I I, I mean the silver line, uh okay. So it says the Morgan station will be towards Ashburn and the Silver Line. Uh, and that'll leave at 12.28, and then the uh, 12.30 train, which is the last one, would be um, the uh, – um, uh, You'd have it to get something spe- to get you to the red line that would get you up back up into northern Montgomery County or somewhere like Shady Grove or somewhere like that. Well, it, ju- it just says uh, – I'm just reading from here. The last train's leaving the Morgan Boulevard station will be at 12.28 a.m. towards Ashburn, which is the silver line. Mm-hmm. And 12.30 a.m. towards Franconia Springfield, which is the blue line, which doesn't seem like it would fit what you're talking about yeah, there, right? got to get people up to Montgomery County. Got to uh, get them up there. Am I missing something? Is Montgomery County on enough. that blue line? I don't know. I don't know if you have to pass through Metro Center uh, to get to any of those stops. <sighs> I just don't. I, I, I mean, I would get have off to, and go I, up the red line or something yeah, like that. I but would have way, to look it up. I mean, either way, it's it's great. For the, it's great customer service from the team. Right. We, we begged for that. Exactly. It's Just think about the customer. Do something nice yes. for the customer. I mean, I we we talked about $1 coffee and hot chocolates. We talked about making the parking instead of $75. How about making it $30? You know, we talked about different things. We did talk about this. And again, I'll say this. I did not think they were going to do this. You know, maybe I was basing it on the fact that they've been notoriously Non-fan-friendly, but but maybe Jason Wright convinced them, hey, this is the right thing to do. Maybe ticket sales show that it's worth doing it here. No, then that that could be the other thing, too. That's the other thing. If you know you've already got the money coming in via ticket sales and the crowd you're anticipating, then it probably makes it worth it. Or that's one way to look at it. Or the other way to look at it is... We haven't sold enough tickets. And we're trying to incentivize and people to And we're trying to, to incentivize That's possible, no doubt. Uh, shout out to Jason Dustin, who says, Happy Friday Eve to you and Chris. This is the number one radio show in the world. Well, thank you, Jason. Jason's Selfishly, nice, Jason, we nice agree. Well, the number one story a couple of months ago generated a ton of enthusiasm was when the story came out that Bank of America had been brought in to help potentially facilitate sale offers for the Washington Commanders. And of course, kind of like the Washington Nationals of late, there's been no movement on either sale. And Roger Goodell was asked about it yesterday 
uh, league meetings. Uh, Mrs. Snyder was there. Obviously had a conversation with Jerry Jones. He was asked about. He gave an interesting answer about uh, the commanders. He kind of stopped abruptly when he was heading to where I have a personal. And then he kind of stopped. Clearly, clearly he still has an affection for Dan. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, he said he had, you know, great conversation with Tanya. Um, so Albert Breer then takes it one step further in his SI report now where I think they're starting to some have some doubt creep in. Right. Maybe it's because who the potential offers are coming for, and maybe Dan doesn't want to do business with those people, a.k.a. Amazons, Jeff yeah. Bezos, possibly. But, you know, unless, I mean, look, at this point, I think for Bezos and any group he's part of, they were, they are going to have to meet an extraordinary number, mm-hmm. a number that even Dan can't refuse. Whereas opposed to another group, you know, if they get to that 7 million plateau. Billion. 7 billion, rather. Maybe Dan is more likely to make a deal with them. But I would think if it's a Bezos-led group, they're going to have to meet an extraordinary number. You know what, though? If I'm that group, I don't. I I think I might go go to that number. I might call Dan's bluff and go to that number. What if it's ten billion? Do you just do that and pay yeah. three mil- billion dollars overprice? Because I think eventually you, you could, look. Enough? It's the NFL. I think you can make I the know. money back. Well, you probably could, but you could also do that by buying the Seahawks from the Paul Allen estate. Now, maybe you could? maybe that doesn't have the same. Feel, if you will, but you know, I mean, but if you buy the Seahawks, you know you got a packed building every night too. Yeah, well, and and Bezos being from Houston, I mean, maybe you know, maybe he tries to see if he can swindle the Texans away from, uh, I guess, the McNair that, family or state or whatever, I, whoever. Uh, here, here's the bottom line: Breer. Okay, after the post story came out. Uh, after um, after some other things came out, Jim Irsay talked again. The title for his piece in SI is NFL owners bracing for Snyder playing keep away with the commanders. And the, the very lead is there remains a scenario where Dan Snyder simply goes through the motions of preparing for a sale of the commanders before keeping the team after all. And to everyone that has not been paying attention, this is a shocking statement. But where? Where? I mean, all the talking we've all done, all the hypothesizing, where have we ever said or heard he is absolute? I am definitely selling the team. He the team, anybody on his behalf, Lady T, Jason Wright, PR, football PR, corporate PR, nobody has said he is absolutely selling the team. Exploring options and exploring all options means just that, exploring all options. Hey, what can I get for this? Mm-hmm. What might be somebody willing to pay? Or can I use it as a stall tactic? Can I use it to get people off my back? Hey, hey, listen, Jim, I, I know I, I know you don't like me, but first of all, screw you, pal. I, I'm expo- I, I'm gonna take my sweet ass time. I 
I'm going to let the bidding get up to $8 billion, which is going to benefit you, Jimmy boy. Smart okay? business tactic, so though. So I think, I think what we're looking at here is they open the door to Bank of America. They are considering any and all options. From the jump, said, look, they'd ideally like not to sell and look for a minority partner and therefore cash infusion. I think they realize how unlikely that is. So the most likely option, as the Post reported, according to four people familiar with the source of the negotiation, blah, 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 is still for him to sell and sell completely. But Pete, I ask you this. When have we ever known Dan Snyder to give a bleep about what makes the most sense? No, of course. He only cares about what makes the most sense to Dan, as evidenced by the hostage-type parking fees and all the other stuff right. uh, out there. It, it's it's the world according to Dan. And look, as a business person, that, that look, business is ruthless. Is that, is that okay, to, You don't have us? to agree with it. Look, if I'm running a business, man, my object is to make the most money possible. Right. Okay, and in this case, my a I'm doing one of two things. I'm either playing the slow game to get the highest price I possibly can in a sale, mm-hmm. or my team is starting to turn the corner a little bit. Mm-hmm. My team is starting to win a little bit. This feeling as a competitor is really good. This is why I bought the team. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had that taste from time to time of what it could be like. There's no guarantee that next year they're going to come back and do the same thing because that's the one thing under Snyder. They win one year, the next year they suck. But that is, for him right now, this has got to be a cool feeling behind the scenes. Like, hey, my club is 7-5-1. and one. They're starting to turn the corner under Ron. This is why I brought Ron in. Wait, I, I, thought, and, he and, said, I thought he said we finally got ourselves a quarterback. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, uh, the wrong one. Uh, but, right, but it doesn't matter now. Nobody remembers him saying that now. Well, because I remember. Well, we all remember, but nobody's <laughs> nobody's going, yeah, but Dan, you said it was. No, they don't care how they're achieving 7-5-1. and one. Right. If they win this week, right. they're 8-5-1, and one, and it, it passes the seven wins they've had. Yes. the first couple of seasons under Ron. Correct. So if you're Dan and you're all of a sudden going, yeah, this is cool. We're winning games. You know, even Pete Medhurst is coming out to a game as a fan this week. You know, I mean, Ooh. that's – I'm turning the corner. Is Pete going to buy an $8 hot dog? Of course I'm not. <laughs> Pete's going to pack – like peanut- 60 – there's 60 places for me to eat between my house and, and FedEx. He's going to pack up peanut butter and jelly and Pop-Tarts. The accountant wouldn't appreciate <laughs> the, the <accountant>. $80. The executive accountant. It's exactly right. It's exactly right, Matt. You're a perceptive person. You know? No, but there's, I mean, I mean, look, there's uh, you can get past that stuff. But those of us that love football, that have lived and breathed this team from the time I was born in Anacostia, man, you know, we want this team to be good irrespective of its owner. We want the players that wear the uniform to, to be good. This is our football team. I mean, look, I could step out and go root for the Ravens at any time. I could step out and go root for the Steelers at any time. Because those would be the two teams I'd probably go root for if I was to leave this fandom. Right. Right. Uh, it would be one of those two teams. Right. Uh, I'm almost certain. Because I, I love the people involved in the Ravens organization. We have a great relationship with them at Navy. You know, if Eric DaCosta needs an extra body in his college scouting department, count me in. I'll be an intern. Um, I'll do it for no pay, at, at least at first. But that's that. Those wait, would wait, be. Wait a second. Wait a second. D- did you just say that you would do 
a Ravens scouting job position for free? Yeah. I didn't turn for Ron for free. I mean, would you would you would you do this show still and then that show and then all of your other jobs? Could or, easily or? do that. You could I mean, are you serious? You could easily do Absolutely. a scouting job. It's so easy to watch film on players now. This isn't like Yeah, it's time consuming. It is, but it's not. I mean, Chris, if you know what the hell you're looking for and how to work efficiently. This is the thing I try to tell people. You know, it's it's work more efficient, work smarter, not longer. If you know how to work, if you know what if you know what you're looking for, you know. If I want to evaluate Tajay Spears of Tulane at running back, if I want to if I want to evaluate Michael Pratt, the quarterback at Tulane, who's kind of one of those guys that might be a, you know, even though he's probably going to come back next year to college. Uh, a great value late second day or even third day selection at your quarterback position, you know, because that's where you really have to do the work. The, the, the first round guys, it's easy to do work on those guys. You know, the Will Andersons of Alabama, the Bryce Youngs of Alabama, uh, Caleb Williams, easy to, it's easy to do work on those guys, but it's, it's those second and third day guys where you really build your team. That's where teams drop the ball, right? That's where teams drop the ball, and I've, I've uncovered several nuggets. Look at Tyler Algier, what he's doing for the Falcons as a compliment to Cordero Patterson this year. Oh, there's, I listen, go back there, to I go back no to Tanzel you... Smart, who was a defensive lineman at Tulane that went on to have a, a terrific career as a compliment to a lot of very good defensive linemen as a as a third day selection. There's it, no that's doubt where that teams you... build. Yeah, I know. I, I but get it's it. again, life is about the reason why I'm able to pull all this off, Chris, is I work efficiently. I don't. I don't bury myself till two or three in the morning. I'm just the opposite. on a lot of this stuff. I work inefficiently. That that's the key. You have to work efficiently. I get and distracted by everything. We we want Taylor Heineke to be more efficient with the football. As we said, we don't want him to throw more. We just want him to be more efficient at what he's throwing. That's true. We want him to be more Pete Medhurst and less Scott Chris Russell. Turner is calling plays that get people open. We need Taylor to hit more we, of them. We need Taylor to work sixteen more jobs. Well, you know, there was a time he probably would do that. Yeah, probably. Okay? There not, was a time not, he would not too do long that. Ago. But you know what, though? He doesn't. You know why? Because he's the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Are you a bit depressed at the news yesterday that the, the sale might start to be getting into a little bit of a hankering situation? Does that even bother you right now, though, as this team is potentially headed for the playoffs? A gigantic football game coming up on Sunday night. And if you're headed out there, as Chris and I said, what's the most important thing? Stopping that Giants pass rush or stopping Daniel Jones? Maybe even both. 301-230-0980. A giant game coming up on Sunday night. Excuse the pun. I love the pun. Yes with the pun. They've got to win the game. They can really make the Giants' life miserable uh, if they do so. And more importantly, they keep the teams with momentum coming behind them. Namely, the Detroit Lions, to keep them from being able to catch up to them. So much playoff implication on the line on Sunday night. Let's talk about it now. 301-230-0980, streaming live for free as always on the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talking ball here. What's more important, stopping that Giants pass rush containing Daniel Jones? Gigantic football game. Look, they've won seven games under Ron each year. They can eclipse that mark and remain in the driver's seat for a playoff berth in the NFC. And look, once you get, as we saw this year, by them beating the Philadelphia Eagles in that Monday night game, getting to the postseason where it's one and done, man, you just, you never know what's going to happen. And quite frankly, you know, you get into the situation where if you get the right first-round game, you know, you never know how that bracket's going to work out for you. Clearly, if they end up in the 4-5, well, they'd have to be 5 or 6, rather, right? because the top four division winners. Right. But you, but if you're in the 4-5, it could be Tampa. Yes, or the winner of the NFC South. Or the, right. Versus, could be the Panthers. Right. How about that? Could be the Carolina Panthers. I mean, it, I mean, it could be, and 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 here's the crazy part, right? If if it's Tampa, just say, mm-hmm. okay, which is more likely than Carolina, but Washington would not be favored, I don't think, going down to Tampa. But I don't think there's anybody. I don't I, think there's I, anybody I that know. wouldn't give them a realistic be chance careful, of winning Hoss, that game. I still don't know in a one game situation. I don't know if I want to take on Brady, Godwin, I, Evans. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I I don't necessarily Fournette. either. But but it would not be an insurmountable task. No, because considering this, this Tampa team, right. both offensively and defensively, it's not as sharp. Correct. I mean, you were uh, was it you right? It was you pregame that were like Tampa. You know, Tampa was your uh, hasn't given you anything on fantasy or, or nothing. What, Buccaneers defense. Exactly. I mean, so I'm just saying it wouldn't be an ins like in years past, it would be an insurmountable task in terms of perception to go in and take on Tom Brady and Tampa or 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 you know Mm. a a team loaded with with Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Hey, listen. They are writing an incredible story in a crappy division. And listen, tonight is a huge game, too, uh, for many reasons. One, it's the next opponent in San Francisco. 
So we don't know how Brock Purdy is going to come through this game, look, if he's even going to be able to play the whole game. I look at it this game. way. Put another L on, on Seattle. Keep Seattle behind you. You write this point, you want Seattle to stay behind you. Of course, I I, I agree. So it's, I, think it's, you go, it, I think you root Niners absolutely. here. It's better for the 49ers to win, no doubt about it. But we don't know on a short week at Seattle. Seattle desperate. They're getting Kenny Walker. Purdy's banged up. They might be on uh, Josh Johnson, Jackson, mm. whatever the hell Josh Johnson. Name. Josh Johnson in, in a quarterback, so on and so forth. Um, is that game here on uh, the Team 980? I believe it is. Let me just double check. That. Yes, it is. <laughs> right here on the Team 980. Yeah, because the Caps are over on 106.7 right, exactly. The Fan against the Dallas Stars. 7.30, the pregame coverage. Westwood won, by the way, again, Mike Mayock, who's calling the game on Sunday night football on Westwood 1. Uh, from FedEx Field will join us tomorrow at 11.30, former Raider GM, and at one point was reported to be a leading candidate to be the Commander's GM, the Redskins GM. So I, I still think Mike, Mike is me, a, I still think Mike's a great football mind. He's I, I a good do, football guy. I agree. So anyway, he'll be on the show uh, about 24 hours, uh, 25 Remember, hours. Remember, that was John Gruden, really. It wasn't Mike, per he did, se. He did not have he did John not Gruden have the, had the exactly. final gavel. You know, exactly. in, in that setup there. So absolutely, um, Mike is still a very good football mind. Um, either way, my point being, um, where was I going with this? I got distracted. Uh, what we were talking about right before Mike Mayock. Um, help me out here. Oh, like, bro- uh, oh, so I just like seeing you like watching your mind no, no, work, no. trying to recall Seattle <laughs> losing tonight. Yes. Is good for the Washington. Now they're at, again, they're at home. They get Kenny Walker back. We think, uh, who, who knows? Both teams are really bang- banged up. No Debo tonight. You know, I, and to me, that's the ultimate challenge for Purdy, by the way. Yeah. You know, no Debo now. Let's yes. see what Kyle and can remember, put together. His ribs are, are banged up sure. too. So he takes one more. I tend to lean Seattle. In this game, more desperate, more needy uh, at home. Again, maybe you get the infusion with Kenneth Walker back, so on and so forth. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it, it, either way, it's an important game. This is not a win or in, make or break, do or die type game for the Commanders. But we all know the math, right? If you win this game, even if you lose next week in San Francisco, Pedro, you're 8-6-1 and one going into the final two games of the season, both at home. Yes, against Cleveland and Deshaun and Miles Garrett. Yes, against Dallas. Dallas might be resting their guys at that point because they might be. And here's the other thing, too. I mean, Dallas is going to be locked into the five seed, so I don't even know. I don't even know if it's possible that Washington could take on the NFC South winner. Right? I mean, because yeah, I mean, da- Dallas is yeah. going to be the top wild it take, card team. It would take some. It would take some collapse by the Cowboys, right? Presu- presumably, they'll be locked in by Week 18, Game 17. I think you hope they're locked in. You hope, right? But again, you you go back. Uh, uh, look, Ron Rivera and his staff shouldn't be really thinking about next week or 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 what have you. It's quick turnaround, long travel, all that stuff. Uh, maybe, you know, their advanced guys are obviously working on that. Fine, that's their job. This job is, you know, I can't even say, hey, take a lead, get the crowd into it. Because they took a 10 nothing lead last week. Now, they didn't have the crowd. I was going to say. They didn't have the crowd. But they took a 10 nothing lead last week and blew it. What they can't allow on Sunday night is a fast start by the Giants. Or they can't allow 
a 10-13-0 lead, and then in one play, one snap of the finger, a big explosive play to Darius Slayton or or Hodgins or whoever, because we saw that again at MetLife last Sunday, but you can't allow the Giants to, to wake up to be like Undertaker style, to rise out of the casket, you know, to to smell the coffee. You can't allow that. And this is my fear. Again, with this offense, I know it can look really, really good at times. It can. We mentioned they came right out of the gates against Atlanta. They they pretty much did the same thing against the Giants, although not exactly. I mean, it was, what, their second, uh, second or third drive, whatever it was, to McLaurin. The first drive was a field goal. They should have had two touchdowns. They didn't. What I fear is, okay, you score first, you get a 10-0 lead, a 13-0 lead. Do you then go into a slumber? Do you then go hibernate for two and a half quarters? Well, That's what I fear. Yeah, and, and no doubt about it. Uh, and look, do whatever you can to get the 11 and a halfs involved in the game. That's the fans. The 11 and a halfs. Because we can't be the 12s. It's never sold out, so we're, we're the 11 and a halfs. Well, the 12s is stupid anyway. Uh, see, I don't think so. I don't think I so. It's a great. It's a great. I think, I think that's thing. Such you, a, you're just mad because you didn't think moniker. of it. No, and it's not your hometown it's Jets that are doing it. It's such a dumb moniker. It's such a dumb moniker. Yeah, we're the twelves. It's okay. Oh, we're the twelves. Well, you want your fans to feel like they're part of something. You know, know. why, Chris? Because when they look, that makes it a tough ticket. I know. Everybody wants to be a part of the twelves. I know. So I'm going to endorse being part of the eleven and a half on Sunday night. It's just dumb. Come be a part of the 11 and a halfs and root the commanders on. Let's go to line one. Junior is in Fort Meade. What is up, Junior? Salute. Good morning, fellas. Listen, you guys were talking about Taylor Heineke earlier, and I just had something to say, ask you about this, Pete. Uh, In the military, you don't, when you have someone that you know can lead, you see it right off the bat, you know who they are, you identify them, and you put them in the best positions to succeed. I think Taylor Heineke has that. I think everybody acknowledges that, but his physical talents are a lot less than other quarterbacks. If you have, if you're Ron Rivera, Pete, you, and you go to, can you go to Scott Turner and say, there's a resource out here that is available all of a sudden that can help him learn how to read a defense as far as RPO and option would you do it? Would you go to a like Coach Ken and ask him to come there? Would that be something that would be viable to help Taylor Heineke? You know, that's a great question. Yeah, I mean, look. First of all, people think that Ken Yamatololo is is married to the triple option. Uh, Ken Yamatololo is a football coach, uh, as I said before. At one point, he worked with John Robinson. John Robinson had one of the greatest, you know running patterns in the league with, you know, student body right and the sweeps and everything at USC and at UNLV. So, you know, Kenny's more than just a triple option guy. And if you're looking for a guy that that can help lead within that locker room, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know if you could really do it at this point in the season for, you know, a coach coming in to have to try and catch up to what you're doing this deep into the season. But certainly in the offseason – you know, if you wanted to bring him in as like an associate head coach or something like that, uh, I could see great value in that. But you bring up a good point, though, in the same thing, Junior, is the fact that I would rather have a guy that shows no deer in the head. Look, Taylor Heineke, for all for some of his physical flaws, 
is never a deer in the headlights out there. Wanting Absolutely. to lead and want to is never a factor for him. You never have to worry about Taylor not wanting to take control of a situation and and being a leader out there. And that's his greatest attribute. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes a guy like that, and Stetson Bennett at Georgia is a perfect example, is... That's a guy that Georgia has tried every year to recruit over the top of. At one point, they sent him away, and then he came back. Okay? At some, yeah, at some he's point, you got, have to know what you have yes, and what you don't have. He has the it factor despite the lack of some of the elite physical traits that when we scout quarterbacks, we want. Sometimes, though, you have to be smart enough and perceptive enough to see that and accept that and accept a guy that's willing to lead that's, instead that's of being nervous. There, look, yeah. look, you know, and you did know, it for hey. years with Monty Coleman. They tried to replace him yes. every year. I remember yes. this. Monty Coleman, they kept trying to do it, and they could not get it done. Now, Chris, as far as you're concerned, every time I hear you having to say the commanders did something right or something smart, it sounds like someone is actually kicking you in the nuts. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure if it's a bit that you do or if that's how you really feel. But, man, it just it, – it, it's like you – Someone, Pete has to pull it out of you every single time when you have to say they did something right. Junior, let me um, ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yes. 25-year track record, have they done a lot of things right? I'm not – I didn't – see, you're, you're sitting there. I'm just asking. Going off on something else. Junior, I'm I just asking. do a lot right. But I, I'm just saying that every single time, where I don't care if it's about Taylor Heineke or about the commanders in general or Jason Wright, if, they, if you have to say they did something right, it sounds like – you got Matt in there just stomping on your nuts. It doesn't make it, you know, I don't know if it's a bit or if that's just how you actually feel. Now, as far as the ownership thing goes, I'm going to take a page from the great Pauly from the 757. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos can go mistake. F himself. He is the worst human being on the planet. I could not care less if Dan Snyder owns this team forever as long as that devil of a man does not get his hands on this team because as everything that the NFL does from host, uh, letting Nike be their number one brand to uh, all the other things as far as concussions and everything else goes, if Jeff Bezos took over this team, the, I'm, I've been a fan for 45 years, that would be the day I would stop being a fan. After everything, Jeff Bezos coming in here, being the owner, would be the last draw for me. Junior, appreciate the call. Have a great day. Yep. It's, it's, it's an interesting perspective. Um, you know, most, I mean, most are bailing because of Dan, and yet here's Junior uh, talking that if the richest man, one of the richest men in the world came in and took over the franchise, that he would be out. Listen, he's not the only one that doesn't like Jeff Bezos based on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of people don't like some of Jeff Bezos' things that he's done with some of his employees, all that. Nobody's saying Jeff Bezos is an angel by any means. Nobody's saying that Jeff Bezos is pristine. Nobody's saying that Jeff Bezos isn't an egomaniac at times. What we're saying is... From what we've had to deal with for 23-plus years, Jeff Bezos represents hope. He represents potential. He represents a breath of fresh air to an organization that's been kicked in the nuts, to use Junior's term. I'll counter that. I'll counter that when we return. 301-230-0980. And, of course, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Russell's got to look at what's trending. 
right, we talked about this story a little bit earlier. Yesterday at the league meetings in Dallas that wrapped up, Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay saying once again, again, for people paying attention, that he wants to discuss the possibility of removing Dan Snyder, not that he is advocating for that, saying, quote, I'm not ready to vote him out. I need to hear more of my partner's talk. It's been something where you want to get more information about everything is the key. Again, Jim Irsay has not changed his stance. The media has twisted Jim Irsay's words from what he said a couple of months ago about Dan Snyder. Just saying. Thursday Night Football. Just mentioned this a little bit ago. Here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, Lumen Field in Seattle, the desperate Seahawks hosting Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. And the 49ers pregame coverage from Westwood One at 7.30 right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Huge game for Seattle, who sits at 7-6 and six in the eighth spot in the NFC playoff race after the bad home loss to the Carolina Panthers. And over on the fan tonight, it's Alex Ovechkin looking for goal number 801, which would tie him with the great Gordie Howe, or goal 802, which the way he's been playing – Certainly feasible against the Dallas Stars. Face off in that one just after 7, 645. John Walton, Ben Raby, Ken Saber, and all your pregame coverage over on the fan as the Caps look for win number six in a row against Dallas. And that's what's trending. Before we get back to the calls, I want to counter what you just said there a minute ago. All right. Bezos, you said, represents hope. Is it represents hope because it's anybody but Dan Snyder? Or are you talking about a guy that clearly would have, if he chooses to use them, the resources to continue to invest in this team? Where where do you where do you say he presents hope? Because couldn't we say the same about any other ownership group that would come in and Mm -hmm. take over this team? Yes, but the difference for me is while I absolutely agree with the two options you just gave me, A, just anybody else representing change, B, knowing that he has the resources to spend whatever on a new stadium, to bid for any free agent, to not nickel and dime ham and egg certain type situations, which Dan has been accused of the last couple of years because he doesn't have the liquid cash, so on and so forth. It would also, one other element to it, again, to me, if, if you are as successful as Jeff Bezos is in building Amazon from basically your garage... It tells me while you don't do everything right, and while you may treat some people that you view below you as maybe an inconvenience rather than somebody important, Hmm. it does tell me that Hmm. you have a business and a financial acumen Hmm. that represents the opportunity to grow and to be... Stop right there. On solid footing. Stop right there. Mm -hmm. What did you say at the very beginning of the comment? Uh, Which part? 
Just where, where you treat some of them below you, yes, in a less than exemplary way. Oh, oh that that part where you started going. Hmm. What have we? Yeah. What have we said about the current owner? So why yes. would that appeal to you? Okay. Keeping in mind the current owner, up until the point now where he's paying all the bills, right. as opposed to at one point he was paying sixty percent. Right. Okay. Dan and previous ownership partners put an amazing amount of financial resources mm-hmm. into this team. Sure. The problem was they hired bad people yes. to do it. Right. So now just because Jeff's got money doesn't necessarily guarantee he's going to hire the best people either. No, absolutely not. To do that. But, so but 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 what I mean assuming that the partnership is Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, maybe McConaughey, maybe not who, whoever. Well, what do they know about football? No, I, I understand. Well, again, Jay Z knows entertainment. Jeff Bezos knows how to how to run I, a very successful business. I, I it does not guarantee. I need football I people. It does not guarantee success. Okay, it I'm does just, not guarantee success. Just countering because I need football people. I'm saying it provides the opportunity for hope. It's re, it's a renewed hope. And I will say this about Bezos. Okay, again, I, I've I've read a lot of stuff. I know apparently he denied people the opportunity to go to the bathroom and treated them basically as second-class well, citizens. That, was, that would have happened last night. I'd have been in trouble oh, as I entered Comcast Center, hold, or Xfinity Center, rather. Goodness, same thing for me. I was, up, I was up and down all night. I drank way too much Diet Pepsi last night. But anyway, my point like, being— Jeff, if you want me to fulfill that order for Tom in Evansville, <laughs> you better let me go to the bathroom real quick, and then I'll get Tom in Evansville's order prepared. My, my point being is that— I'm not saying Jeff Bezos is going to do everything right. I'm not saying Jeff Bezos is going to make every decision correct. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and have a problem or an issue or complain about Jeff Bezos or any new owner. What I am saying is it represents a different way of doing things and an opportunity for hope and renewed faith and growth and doing things the right way. And whatever you want to say about Bezos, whatever you want to say about Bezos, right? And whatever, however he treated the little people, whatever, all that, I... Maybe I'm missing it. I haven't heard anything about sexual harassment. I haven't heard anything about sexual misconduct. I haven't heard anything about Amazon executives walking around with their pee-pee hanging out uh, and allowing employees to wave their sausages uh, in in front of female employees and, and do all sorts of things like that and basically be a complete embarrassment and humiliation and run a once-proud storied franchise into the ground. I have not heard any of that. So I'll take it, and I'll take my chances. Well, you're fulfilling that order for Susan and Warrington. Here's a look at my gavel. 301-230-0980. Final hour of the show is up next. What's the most important thing you need to see from a football standpoint coming up on Sunday night? Oh, sure. Is that your gavel in your pants? Washington offensive line protecting Taylor Heineke or containing Daniel Jones on third down. Hey, you all keep those gavels behind and under the robe today, will you? 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst until noon on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.